Hey there, folks. Welcome to another episode of Eddie and His Amazing Friends HeroCast. Follow us on Twitter at EC underscore Hero, Instagram EC HeroCast, or myself on Twitter, EddieC85. Joined by our female superhero correspondent today on Christmas Eve as we're recording this um, for Black Widow. Maurice, welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for having me back, Eddie. Oh, no problem, no problem. We rearranged the schedule a bit so that we could have have you on as our female hero correspondent. So, thank you. Yes, no problem. But uh, yeah, we traveled back a little bit in time from two weeks ago. So our time capsule, um, everything is the same as Batman: The Long Halloween Part One. Still have our number one song is Butter by BTS. Have you heard of them? Oh, yeah. I love that song. I love the band. I'm guessing you don't know them? Uh, No, but I've listened to the song (laughs) because it's... it's, So, it was number one on episode 183. It's number Mm -hmm. one on episode 184. And it's Mm -hmm. number one on episode 186. I'm sure it'll be number one on episode 185 as well, so... It's I'm so, not even surprised. It's the most dominant song we've seen on the on the time capsules. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I assure you, probably in the succeeding movies that will be released um this coming year, or probably even half the year this year, you won't really hear a lot about them because um they're on military for two years. Military camp in Korea. They're required to do that for, I think, uh, military service for two years. So, no choice. Even celebrities have to go there. So, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Learn something mm-hmm. new, huh? Oh, cool. <laughs> well, we had, yeah, Elvis served in the military. Elvis Presley. Ooh, how long? Um, I don't know. Probably just the four years you're required. But, yeah, he went over. Ooh. That was a that's a really long time. Was it because it was during the world? I, I world war. Yeah, seven. seven is it seventies or sixties? Um. So let me see. He served in. Oh, he's only two years. Fifty-eight through sixty. He was in the army. Oh, okay, cool. It's was it mandatory? In the U.S. at the time? No. In the military? No. Okay. He just wanted to. Oh, that's really cool of him. Now, it was mandatory in Vietnam, and Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. was drafted, but he refused to go and serve some time in prison for it. But ultimately, he was he was probably right. That wasn't a, a great war, but, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, for Korea, it's mandatory until now because, as you can see, technically until now, they're still at war with North Korea. Mm -hmm. That's why. That'll be going on a while, I suspect. Um, Yep. (laughs) So in July of 2021, when this movie came out, this when I took a Florida trip. I was still making up for... Uh, my trip from the previous, well, the attempted trip from the previous year, um, and then I hit up Miami and Tampa's ballpark. So, at this point, I only so had cool. two more to go, which 
which I will hit mm-hmm. later this year. What are the two ballparks again? It was uh, Dallas and Houston, but uh, you'll hear about them in episode 187. Mm, cool. Wait, you said you're going to complete it this year? or it's? I mean, we only have a week left before the year ends. This year is in 2021. Oh, okay, sorry. Yes. I got confused there. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know. Do you have any July of 21 plans? <laughs> I was trying to remember where I was, but that's the middle of the pandemic, right? Um, yeah. I mean, well, in Man- yeah, not in for Man- America, but yeah. Well, for Man- Manila, we're still on lockdown at that time, so absolutely at home. Ugh. <laughs> That'd be way I know. too long. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't handle that. We have the longest lockdown all in, you know, all over the world. Just so you know, we just lifted it January of this year. Ugh. Officially, I mean by the government. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'm glad you're free. Uh, yeah. So the my, the the budget and the numbers for this movie. Budget two hundred and eighty eight point five million. It's a bit high, but uh, box office not great. Three seventy nine point eight million. That puts it at uh, bring it up here ninety one on our list. So it is gross of ninety one point three million. That's one hundred three point five when you adjust the inflation. It is right below Blade 2 and right above Blade 1. But uh, with the marketing, you got to assume this movie probably lost money. So not uh, not great for um, post-Endgame here. And I have a theory as to why this movie didn't make money. Obviously, I can't believe, COVID I can't believe it did not. Really, yeah. is it? Well... I think by summer of 21, there were still people hesitant in the U.S. to go out, you know, so it wasn't until, like, late 2021 when Spider-Man, Far From, uh, sorry, No Way Home came out that people were pretty much back to the theaters officially, so summer of 21, people were still hesitant, that probably played a factor into it, but I have another theory. That probably played another factor into it, but we'll get to that when I give my grade for the movie. But, All right. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score critics 79%, fans 91%, so pretty high. So wasn't necessarily word of mouth, negative word of mouth that did it. Mm-hmm. So it's really bad. Uh, money-wise, yeah. I mean, if you don't factor in marketing, it made money. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of money, but... Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We don't have the marketing numbers, so. But uh, right. let us dive into oh history with the movie. Um, I did see it in theaters. Uh, yeah, I've only seen it the one time. I guess I was somewhat excited for it. Um, again, because. Well, it you know, we were look, we didn't get any really big-time movies in 2020, right? So by the time 2021 rolled around, this was the first uh, MCU movie that came out, so I was excited about that, but it wasn't like a character... I mean, I liked the character, 
but mm-hmm. again, once I'll get to my uh, once we get to the review, I'll explain a little more as why it wasn't overly excited for it. But uh, okay, and, and this was your first time seeing the movie, yes? Yes, it is. I I think I recall um, getting excited when I found out it's about um, Black Widow, that character. I really like her character, but you know me, it's the middle of the COVID here, so we're stuck with TV. And you had not seen Infinity War and Endgame, though, right? No, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The only person on the planet who hasn't seen these two, but... Well, I assure you, my grandma has not seen it, too. So she's 92 years old, so I'm not alone. (laughs) Well, we'll have to rectify that. But uh, anyway, uh, let's get into the uh, the cast here. Not a huge cast to talk about. Really just, uh, I would say, three people. But uh, we have David Harbour as Alexei... The Red Guardian, the kind of father mm-hmm. of uh, the two female leads. What do we think of David Harbour? Well, do you want me to go first? Yeah, sure. Well, I thought um, he started out strong, you know, right up to the part where um, he left the kids, the t- two girls, right, in Cuba. And then when um, next scene where he's in prison, I thought it's still okay. You know, and I thought it was weird. He became full of himself. Like, I'm the Red Guardian. I'm the strongest. Yada, yada. It was totally a different character from what I saw at the very beginning. And they attempted to make him like a laughable character in the end you know what it reminded me of and this one i've seen in one of the movies where thor was um i think there's one where they made thor he's very serious right etc and then at the end of the movie thor became had a beer belly and uh, you know became lazy and etc i don't know which which one it is but it, it reminded me of that yeah, that was um, oh jeez, I guess that could have been Thor three. Um, I, th- I know he started out with a beer belly in one of them. Um, yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, um, he's the god of thunder, or I don't know what what I can't remember, but you know, he's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> I don't know, that's just me. But in short, the character building wasn't building at all <laughs> so there uh, I tried he... to make him funny that's it yeah i thought he got a nice uh redemption arc i guess because um, he did um he started off as like this caring dad but then you find out he's not really a dad but he i thought he did let's I, well, so I liked that it turns out he was kind of like a fraud. Like he kept going on about how he was better than Captain America, and then there's kind of hints that he never even fought Captain America. And you know, ultimately he he gets um, you know he kind of makes up with his his daughters a little bit, 
well, sort of daughters a little bit, but um, yeah, we don't. I don't think we see them anymore after after this movie. I don't believe so. Let me. I can't. Uh, no, he's uh, this. He was a one and done. But I think he's going to be in a future movie. As the same character or someone, another character? Uh, same one, yeah. Red Guardian still. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next we have Florence Pugh as Yelena, who is the sort of, I guess, sister to Natasha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought these two played off each other really well. They kind of look alike, so that helps. Um, look alike with who? Well, uh, Florence Pugh and Scarlett Johansson. They kind of look alike, I guess. For you? Oh. Eh, oh. I mean, I would buy them as sisters, you know. Um, maybe with two <laughs> different, coming from two different sides of the family, I guess. Yeah, maybe I've seen <laughs> I've seen brothers that don't look anything alike before in my life, so this wasn't too far fetched for me. I agree, but I do agree that um, you know, the children who played them, I think they're really they look really credible to grow up as Florence and Scarlet. Yeah, I, I agree. I thought they did, mm-hmm. but no, I. I I think moving forward, if Florence Pugh is going to be sort of the new Scarlet Witch kind, or not Scarlet Witch, uh, Black Widow uh, mm-hmm. kind of character, I think it's mm-hmm. good in that we we still get the the strong female who doesn't have any powers character, but also she has a bit of a different personality than Scarlett Johansson, so I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has more emotions. Uh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Florence Pugh had a, she had a big year this year. Or, yeah, was it, yeah, she was in Oppenheimer. And, uh, Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Her highest grossing release, it says. She was, uh, <laughs> she was definitely in Oppenheimer. All of her was in Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had uh, Scarlett Johansson as Natasha, the Black Widow, her final role in the as the character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about her. She did a good job. Uh, I enjoyed her. Her, but it's the same as a lot of the other roles. I think. I mean, look, it was, you know, this was a period where uh, Marvel was changing everybody, so. Uh, you know, Iron Man mm-hmm. is dead. Captain America is dead. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to soon retire Hawkeye with his show. And then, I guess, Scarlett Johansson's Natasha Romanoff is dead. So, a lot of changes. Do you like that? Uh, not really. It's, uh, I mean... It's, you know, eventually you do have to change. You can't just make, like, Iron Man movies forever. But I think I think Marvel changed too soon. Um, and, and not only did they change too soon, they didn't have the people in place to carry the workload. So 
when they get rid of Iron Man and Captain America, it's like, okay. And then, of course, you know, Chadwick Boseman passed away, which that's no one's fault, but, you know, it's another person you have to replace. It's like, these mm-hmm. are some of your bigger stars. And it's like, okay, how are you replacing them? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like Marvel has an answer. Like, I still don't know who's in... I mean, there, there's all this talk about uh, Avengers and Kang Dynasty and who's going to play Kang, which is all fair. I don't know who's going to be in the Avengers right now. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess there's uh, the new Captain America, but he has yet to appear in a movie as the new Captain America. That's not great. Um, you know, there's like She-Hulk, but I don't, she was just in a TV show. I don't know. Moon Knight, same mm-hmm. deal, just in a TV show. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, they're kind of all over the place right now. And uh, it's not, not ideal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I know if I, re- if I remember it right, I may be wrong. I only know, uh, like I've only heard of it, but I don't know the details. Um, isn't, I thought Scarlett Johansson had an issue with Disney regarding rights. Um, I think there was something there. Uh And I think that's why this movie was made. There was, uh, boy, I don't remember. I think they, I don't know. I think they wanted this movie to be made, and then she finally got it made. There's something like that. But yeah, I think there mm-hmm. was something where she wanted a movie made, and then they didn't want to, and then they did. I don't Something like that. But mm-hmm. Like making it available in Disney+, Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Like he doesn't, she doesn't get rights, something like that. Yeah, well, there was a lot of the... Uh, the actors' strike was about the streaming stuff, which I guess they resolved. So, mm-hmm. but okay, yeah, we won't know about the future of Avengers till 2025 because uh, the two movies about that got delayed because of the strike. It was supposed to come out next year, but now we got to wait another another year. But that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Get it right and then release it. Don't don't just release it because you're in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess we can jump into the plot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we open up in, uh, Ohio in 1995. Doesn't say, yeah. doesn't say where, but just Ohio. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's cool. So do you think, yeah. um, is it an urban legend that there are sleeper cells in Ohio? Maybe your neighbor is a Russian spy. You'll never know. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, in the mid-90s, I don't know. I, th- I thought the sleeper cell thing. I mean, that did happen. Um, but I think that, w- that was more in the 80s with the Soviets. But mm. I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know about the mid-90s, but I guess it in this universe it did. But yeah, I didn't say which city in Ohio. But we've had uh, we've had a few heroes from Ohio, so this is now another one. Um, who was the other? Oh, uh, <laughs> Captain America, the original Captain America from the early '90s movie, which was terrible. He was from uh, Springfield, Ohio, your favorite city. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh wow! A lot of 
I feel like a lot of things are people and important, you know, events、uh, really come from Ohio. Well, it's a small Midwest state, but it's also big enough that you can do stuff like that. I、mm-hmm. guess. So,、mm-hmm. so yeah, Natasha, her sister, parents—they live a pretty normal life. But then、mm-hmm. one day, their dad gets home, makes them all pack up, and they leave their house. They go to an airport. There's a plane waiting for them. Where Shield is chasing them.、Uh, there's a, you know, the the,、uh, the mom gets shot in all this, but、uh, they eventually get to take off. The plane、mm-hmm. lands in Cuba. And the girls are separated from their parents, which the dad seems not concerned about. But we later learn it's because he's not their dad, and they are taken to some kind of training camp, I guess.、Mm. So opening credits, and then twenty-one、uh, years later,、uh, Natasha is on the run from Secretary Ross, but she escapes. So he's still after her because of the. Sokovia Accords, which was、um, after Avengers 2, when the Avengers destroyed the city of Sokovia. Well, it was really more Ultron, but they got blamed for it.、Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of made being an Avenger illegal. I guess is the best, easiest way to describe it.、Mm-hmm. So we cut to Morocco, where Yelena is a target. Well, she's after a target rather, and then the target hits her with this red mist. And then Yelena deserts her post. They go after her. So we don't know what the red mist was just yet. Then we cut、mm-hmm. to Norway, where Natasha is. She gets intercepted by Taskmaster. We don't know anything about Taskmaster yet, but Taskmaster is not after her.、Uh, he's after this package that、uh, Natasha got from her her friend. And、uh, ultimately, Taskmaster kicks Natasha into the river. He, their taskmaster, opens up the package, but it's empty because Natasha had already grabbed the contents. So they were with her when she got kicked into the river. And the contents are the red vials of mist that Yelena got hit with, and then it's a photo of her and Yelena as kids.、Mm-hmm. So it was Yelena that sent that to her. Then we cut to Budapest, where the sisters、mm-hmm. finally meet up after twenty-one. Well. I guess after、uh, their time in the camp,、uh, they do fight for a little bit. Then Yelena lets her know that this red mist is an antidote to a mind control chemical.、Mm-hmm. So what it was is they were in this Russian program at a location called the Red Room, and they were trained. Which is not a room. <laughs> no. Well, it may have been at one point. They keep saying it moves around, but. It, they were trained killers from they, when the time they were little kids to adults, and they、mm-hmm. they given these controlled, you know, so that they're always o-、uh, obedient to the guy that's in charge. So, but Natasha assures Yelena that the guy in charge, Drakov, is dead, and says, that, "Yeah,、uh, unfortunately, his daughter died too as collateral damage." Sorry, but、mm. uh, it happened. So some agents run in, and after a chase scene, we see、um, the guy Drakov, who's actually not dead, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of the people chasing them fell and I guess probably broke her back. So she's mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do this. And then her, I don't know, something in her head blows up and kills her. Mm-hmm. So that's the deal. So after the chase, uh, Taskmaster finds them. They hide out in the subway. When we learn that Natasha, when she thought she killed Draco and she killed her daughter, and again, they're like, well, Draco's still alive, obviously, so forget about the fact that you killed him. So sisters get a helicopter, and then they reach their dad, Alexi, who's in prison. Mm-hmm. They got to get him out. Uh, or they get him a message to him to escape through his little action figure, which is funny. Mm-hmm. And they break him out of prison. It's a pretty good prison break scene. I enjoyed it. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. Really? Yeah. Although there was one part that bothered me. It was... So Yelena's at the, uh, in the, at the helicopter, and she has this rocket launcher... And you see the bullet holes start forming around the doorway where she's standing. And the bullet holes are to the left of the doorway. And then the bullet holes start coming to the right of the doorway. So whoever was firing is just a really bad shot and completely missed Yelena. And just skipped, over the, her. Just skipped yeah. over the doorway completely. <laughs> true, true. But I did like when she shot the rocket at him and then just yells, ha. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they get into the thing about, like, you know, how come you do that pose where you drop? It's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, it's not a pose, it's just how I land. And then they go into the thing about the pockets and the, I don't know, it was good chemistry with them. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I agree. So they eventually break their dad out of, well, their sort of dad out of prison. Prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, they think he knows where Drakov is. They also caused an avalanche. Or the Red Room. Yes, mm-hmm. and I did like when the avalanche happened, and Yelena's like, well, this would be a cool way to die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, thought, I thought her character is cool. Yeah. I don't want her to die. Well, she hasn't. Someone else has, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So, Alexi tells them that he, well, I did like when he was like, he was trying to bond because they were both depressed and he's like shaking their hands like we have all killed so many people together as if that's like a great thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he tells them that, you know, he's like, oh, I hate it. And I guess they were in Ohio for three years. He's like, oh, I hated raising a family in Ohio. It was so boring. This assignment was mm. so bad. And Elena, you know, tells um so. She did not like that. And then he's like, oh, it's the time of the month, I guess. And she's like, no, because when you join the program, they give you, they cut yeah. out your uterus, force hysterectomy, and they chop everything up. And he's like, okay, I don't need to know all this. So. Um, and then Alexi reveals that their, quote, mom is still alive. She's in St. Petersburg, lives on a pig farm. And she's like, training pigs she's giving them like the same mind control stuff that Drakov has and it alters the chemical balance in your brain so you're forced to do something you don't want to do like they show the pig they command the pig to stop breathing and the pig stops breathing even though it doesn't want to and mm-hmm. then they fix mm-hmm. it but yeah but ultimately, uh, Yelena, because she was the younger sister, she gets upset because she's like, well, the raising the family was real to me, so 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she's upset about that. And then uh, Melina, the mom, tells uh, mm. Natasha that she wasn't abandoned by her real mom like she thought. She said Drakoff had killed her. So that's mm-hmm. what happened there. Yeah. And uh, You know what? You know what? I just realized something. I know at the beginning I mentioned that Elena is emotional compared to Natasha, right? Then I guess um, uh, the training she got, uh, she, what do you call this? The training wasn't good because she got emotionally attached and bothered by these things. It's supposed to, they're supposed to be desynthesized, right? That's just my comment. Anyways. Yeah, well... I think so. Natasha was old enough to know that this wasn't a real family when she was a kid, but mm-hmm. Yelena wasn't. I think that's mm-hmm. the deal. Mm-hmm. That's true. I did like uh, so. Uh, Alexi was trying to like comfort Yelena, and he was singing the song uh, "American Pie" to try to cheer her up. And he's like, "See, mm-hmm. I remember that you like that song," and then he gets hit with a dart. And he's like, ah, you think one dart can stop me? And then he gets hit with like ten more. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, and fell, of course. Yeah, I should mention, he got the same super soldier serum that Captain America did. So he does have equal power to Captain America, but he's also overweight now. So Yeah, he barely fit in the pants and uh, the Red Guardian costume. Yeah. Or the Crimson Dynamo, as Yelena called <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, the Red Room finds them and sends agents to arrest them and imprison them. And Drakov thinks Melina was working with him the whole time, but that was not the case. And he, when Drakov was talking to Melina, they used a face switcher mask, I guess, and he was actually talking to Natasha. So Melina was being mm-hmm. a double agent. And, and Drakov's like, oh, no problem, that's, that's fine, I'll talk with her. And he tells Natasha, he's like, look, you want to know about your mom? It's like, here's where she was buried. And her grave said, unknown. So he knows nothing about her. And then Drakov reveals that his daughter isn't dead. His daughter is the Taskmaster. And her powers that she studies all the Avengers and masters their skills. Although we only really see Taskmaster do... I mean, Taskmaster fights like Natasha, but also has the shield and then the bow and arrow. So mm-hmm. I guess that's all, all you can really learn from. You can't really learn Hulk's strength. So, But there you go. And Taskmaster leaves, and Natasha's like, well, that was stupid. You just kept the only thing from me killing you out of the room. He's like, oh, you know, don't be so sure. So she goes to kill him, but she can't because of the chemicals she got as a kid. And it's Mm -hmm. like, when you smell him, his pheromones, it's like, you're unable to kill him. Yeah. Actually, I thought it was disgusting, right? (laughs) So yeah, Drakov punches her a few times. She wants him to break her nose. And he, he doesn't. And... We cut back to a flashback where Molino is telling Natasha, if you want this to wear off, you got to sever the nerve. So mm-hmm. Natasha just slams her face on his desk and breaks her nose, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know. I've never broken my nose, but I guess you can't smell when that happens, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, well, oh, it has a flaw. 
What's that? Because because you said right that um, in the movie the reason why Natasha and anybody else cannot hurt him because they smell his pheromones. Yeah. Then why not kill with a weapon from far away, like a sniper or not or an axe? I don't know anything. <laughs> well, right? he, he, well, he's up in the uh, the airship, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I know, but the the room Jacob's room is really huge. That's true. Well, maybe because mm-hmm. he's in the vicinity. I don't know. Uh, well, uh, to me, it's still you know yeah. flawed, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. <laughs> no, that's fair. But anyway, she breaks her own nose. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never. Have you broken any bones? I don't she... think I know that about you. No, thank God, no. <laughs> I just broken an ankle. It was from running on a treadmill. The lamest injury ever. Well, you broke your knee. Uh, fractured it. We didn't break it, but yeah, that oh, the knee was okay. way worse than the ankle. I walked on the ankle for a few weeks after breaking it, and I was like, "Why is this still hurting? I better go check it out." <laughs> oh, jeez. I know. Okay. I'm a mess. <laughs> uh, so elsewhere, uh, Melina accidentally kills the ship's engine, so the red room is slowly crashing. I didn't. I don't know if I. I don't know if I mentioned. It's like uh, the shield ship it's like way in these the sky so that's the deal yeah that's why it's not a room the red yeah. room is not a room <laughs> it's a ship it's a floating ship and like elsewhere, star wars elsewhere <laughs> this was disappointing this was a criticism of the movie elsewhere red guardian is fighting taskmaster but they don't really show much of the fight i was disappointed we didn't get much red guardian action oh yeah that's because a red guardian locked up uh locked her up. I know they should have a long. They should have a longer fight, though. I agree. So Drakov's widows come in to save him, but Natasha releases the antidotes, breaks their control. Natasha then logs into the program, gets the file on all the widows from all over the world. And as Drakov tries, no, to... it was Yelena. Well, it she... was Yelena. Well, no, Natasha got the file, but Yelena was given it. The file later. No, I mean Yelena was the one who released the antidote in the room, so that I think they were all the widows are on Natasha already. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Well, as Drakov tries to escape, Yelena blows up his plane, killing him. But, uh, Hopefully as, he's he dies now. <laughs> yeah, I would say he's dead. And now we'll never know. They made but, it possible <laughs> in this show that he's still alive. But Yelena, as a result, falls off the ship, and Natasha grabs a parachute, rescues her. Then Taskmaster comes after them as they're still falling. They eventually do land, and Natasha pulls off her helmet, hits her with the antidote. So, uh. Natasha did free Taskmaster, I should say. Didn't feel it was right to keep her locked up. So Yeah. Even if she knew that she's a target of Taskmaster. Yeah, she's like, uh, you're gonna come after me and that's okay, but this isn't a fair way to die. <laughs> Besides, it's her fault, right? That she's like that. She should be living a normal girl life. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess she did that to redeem herself. Yep. So, yeah, Taskmaster, who I 
believe is going to be in the Thunderbolts movie later on. We'll see her later. But Ooh. family all meets up. They reunite on the ground as Ross and S.H.I.E.L.D. show up. Natasha gives her the location of all the widows and the remaining antidote. It says, you should be the one to tell them it's over. And in return, Yelena gives her the vest with all the pockets. Mm-hmm. So, two weeks later, Natasha now has blonde hair, and her contact has hooked her up with the jet. Natasha says, you know, I've been looking for a family all these years, and it turns out I have two, and uh, one of them's in trouble, so i got to break a few of them out of prison, which is the Avengers, of course. And roll credits, but wait... We get another mm-hmm. scene. Yelena pulls up to a cemetery with her dog, which she always said she wanted. And she visits Natasha's grave, because as we know, as I knew, you didn't know, <laughs> uh, she dies in Avengers Endgame. And next to the grave... Yeah, major spoiler for me. Yeah, well, as a spoiler. Uh, we get the podcast debut, uh, or maybe now I think we talked about her in Falcon Winter Soldier, but the podcast movie debut of Valentina Julia Louise Dreyfus, old Elaine Bennis. She. Who? Elaine from Seinfeld. Oh, sorry. Doesn't uh, ring a bell. <laughs> oh my gosh, you never watched Seinfeld. Goodness. Uh, no. <sighs> I would watch it with you in the future. I'm sure I'll rewatch it at some point. <laughs> I've seen okay. it many times, so. Uh, I think it's a very American TV show that, the, at the time, it wasn't really catering to the international audience yet. So I bet I need you to give me context for <laughs> a lot of American, you know, um, like um, situations in the show. That's what I think. Perhaps, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's so, for another yeah. podcast. Okay. So <laughs> Valentina gives you, yeah, watching Seinfeld rewatch. Uh, so Valentina gives Elena their next target, the man responsible for her sister's death. It's Clint Barton, although not really. Okay. She, Natasha ended up killing herself, but I guess if you had to pinpoint to somebody, it would be actually probably Thanos, but whatever. So yeah, it's Hawkeye, and then that got resolved in the Hawkeye show. So, Yelena and uh, uh, Taskmaster are in the will be in Thunderbolts. Along, who else is in Thunderbolts? Um, what about Rachel Wise? Uh, the mom. She wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't think so. I mean, she should be. She's a major character. You know, and with all the skills that her character has, it uh, I think um, she probably can reproduce the antidote, or you know, she can develop a lot of things. So they should add her in the next movies. They could. You never know. But as for yep. now, the Thunderbolts team, which is like the Avengers B team, I guess it'll be uh, Yelena, uh, of course, Red Guardian, uh, Taskmaster. Bucky Barnes. Um, Who's Bucky Barnes? He was uh, Captain America's best friend. Guy with the metal arm. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then um, I guess uh, who else? All the uh, 
the not Captain America. I guess he's going to be someone, uh, John Walker, Agent, uh, uh, I can't think of it, Agent, um, U.S. Agent or something. Um, I'll think of it. But, uh, yeah, and then Valentina and then uh, Ross will be in help in charge of it. So, yeah, that'll be... Uh, Who's what... Ross? Um, yeah, the guy was after uh, Yelena. Oh. Although they recast him because that actor, I think, has died. So it's going to be Harrison Ford. Uh, oh. Oh, and Stephen Yen, Stephen Yen, sorry, as the uh, Sentry. It's a new character we have yet to see, so... Someone, okay. Someone different. But yeah, that'll be in 2025. I think the podcast will be done by then, but maybe not. Who knows? Uh, yeah, it was uh, U.S. Agent. That's his name. He's like Captain America, but kind of does things not by the book, I guess. is the best way to say well, it. Well, that's cool. Or okay. actually, I guess it's Captain America by the book, but the mm-hmm. book is more a little... Not as ethical, I guess is the best way to say it. Well, more of it's it's not a law; it's just a guideline. <laughs> yes, yes. So <laughs> okay. So yeah, that was uh that was Black Widow. Thoughts and final score, one to ten. Mm, I want to ask you first, Eddie, because you know I really was excited to watch this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So how? What's your favorite part in the movie? Yeah, I would say the prison break was probably my favorite. Why? Well, there's a lot of a lot of good action. I thought the effects were were good within that, and you know, it did have the one scene with the guy missing her, which was a little goofy. But uh, I just thought it had the best action out of any of the scenes in the movie, personally. Mm-hmm. Okay. For me, it was the part where the two kids, they were with the two kids and they have the, they're running away, right? Escaping to Cuba. That was my favorite, which is the very beginning of the movie. What about the worst part? Uh, I would have to say it's the end credit scene, which goes into my critique. So, my biggest critique of the movie, well, mm-hmm. I have two Two critiques. I thought there's okay. nothing there's nothing wrong with the Taskmaster villain. I just there wasn't enough she didn't get enough screen time for me. Well, so it was kind of not like the a, main character, that's why. Yeah, it was kind Maybe of Maybe too long. Kind of a the movie becomes too long if you know, she gets more screen time. Yeah, it was kind of a forgettable villain, but not a the villain itself, what we saw wasn't bad, it was just kind of forgettable. But my biggest complaint about the movie is that it was just made too late. Like, you watch this movie, and if you're like me and most of the audience, it's just you and your grandma are the only ones, but if you watch this movie, you know (laughs) going in that, like, okay, Black Widow's dead. She died in a movie that came out in 2019, and yet in 2021, it's like, here's a movie starring her. It's just weird timing, you know? So... It's like, I just saw this character die two years ago, and now I have to watch a, an origin story. Like, this this movie should have come out, you know, right after uh, Avengers 2, or The Age of Ultron. That's when this should have come out, and for some reason it didn't. I, I 
remember saying for the longest time, like, why didn't Black Widow and... Because there was... Black Widow and Hawkeye, throughout the movies, they'd be like, oh, remember when we did this? Remember when we did that? It's like, there could be a movie where they meet or whatever, and that could be a movie. Instead, they wait until Black Widow's dead, then release a movie. It's just weird timing. And then the fact that it's like, they release this movie, and the whole time you know that she's dead, and the end credits scene, it's like, the main character you just watched is dead. It just kind of leaves you on a bummer of a note. So... I don't know. I, I just it should have been made earlier, and I think that's part of the reason why it didn't have like that huge box office. Is people were like, "This character's dead. We don't care." So if this was released a few years earlier, I think it actually does well at the box office, and it makes more sense that like, "Hey, what were the Avengers up to during all this?" Well, here's a movie, and instead they released it several years too late and I think they missed the boat mm -hmm. on that one as of now it's Me. like I don't even know why this movie was released honestly other than to set mm -hmm. up for a Disney Plus show which I don't think a lot of people even watched so maybe because they didn't realize that the Black Widow character will generate a lot of interest I mean to me um a trained spy right um um, illegals program. I think it's something that uh, people are fascinated. Hence, you have the what's the TV series again that I told you about about uh, Russian spies. Pretty much, uh, uh, Russians. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> the Russians? No. Um, is it oh, the Russians? The oh, the show, the Americans. Oh, the yeah, the yeah, Americans, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So the fact that you have that TV series and it has several seasons, oh, there's interest in in that topic. And so when Black Widow came, um, people it generated interest, and maybe that's the reason. And they realized that only later on, after the End Game, um, End Game, um, is done. Right, or maybe they just started it after uh, they just thought about it um, later on. So that's it. So yeah. mainly money. That's it. <laughs> mainly money. <laughs> Not yeah, really about the storyline. I think mm -hmm. if this were released in, uh, let me think. So it was. I think this movie took place in 2016. So I think if this movie was released, um. I'm trying I'm trying to remember I guess I guess this took place in between Age of Ultron and Captain America Civil War. Uh, so granted that would have been tough to do release mm -hmm. movies that quickly, but mm -hmm. I think that's when they should have released it. And it would have had a better box office and it would have made more sense to the story as it is. It's just like it felt like kind of a money grab and it was mm -hmm. an, an unsuccessful yeah. money grab. But it's like, well, we, we promised we would do this movie. And even though the character's dead, I mean, it's one thing to do a prequel. Mm -hmm. Like there's lots of prequels where we already know that the characters, we know the character's fate. Right. But they come out years and years later. So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, that's not as bad. But when you drop one just two years later, it's uh, it's a little soon, mm -hmm. I think. But that's yeah. true. Yeah, I would have... I agree uh, with you. 
I would have released this earlier, and it would have gotten a higher score. As a result, I will give it a 7.5. Had this come out earlier, probably an 8.5. But, yeah, okay. that's my score. How about you? Um, 7. You're always more harsh than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because I've, I've only seen a few movies, right? So, unlike you, you've seen a lot, so... Your tolerance level is higher, I guess, or you've seen worse, probably. And I get to pick movies that I watch. Like, if I knew that it's bad, I'm not going to watch it anymore. Right? Uh, I've watched several bad movies on here, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So I think it's a seven. Um, It's going to be an eight if they did not make Red Guardian laughable. Just the, you know, the, it, I feel like it was forced to make him funny. Right? I, I, I like funny Red Guardian, personally, but... But it's a way different, it's like, um, you know, um, black and white from the how it started and how it ended for him. So yeah, and then number eight, uh, it would have, um, it would have been nine. If, like what you said, um, uh, like what I said, um, they could have just made, made the widows kill Dracov from far away. I mean, the pheromones, uh, that's odd. The pheromones, I think it's that's odd. So, <laughs> yeah. well, it's so weird. I'm not even sure if that's possible. Is it? I mean, uh, scientifically. Uh, I mean, the whole thing's fake, so it doesn't matter. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> That's true. We will. And then 10, 10, if like what you said, they explored further Taskmaster's character. Because I think his, like what you said, her role is exciting. But it wasn't, you know, highlight. I mean, it's, she's a really good weapon, right? She's weaponized. How come she's not very popular? You know, that's, that's very. Well, we will see, uh, one of the widows, uh, not too long from now in Shang Chi, but that's for another day. As for next week, oh, Shang Chi week, is a widow. No, well, there's a widow in that movie. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought he was a dude, so <laughs> he is. Okay. Uh, well, next week we're going. Uh, the whole movie, he goes quiet, and then at the end, he starts barking. Uh, hey, next... Sally. <laughs> Next week, we're going to uh, Japan, or we'll be in February, but next week, mm-hmm. the podcast goes to Japan for uh, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. Uh, you can find that on, as we discussed, YouTube for free, which is kind of crazy, and uh, Paramount Plus, but yeah, it's uh, it's not a crappy version on YouTube, it's the real deal, and for some reason, YouTube made it free. I don't know, but... I'm not going to argue. Is it G.I. Joe Snake Eyes? Yep. On oh, Par- okay. On YouTube, Paramount Plus, Amazon, Roku. Vimeo, Maybe it doesn't get a lot of traction to get it, you know, make it a paid movie. Well, no, yeah. Spoiler, this is going to be, uh, I just happened to know this just because I knew it, um, it's going to be one of the lower-grossing movies that we've had. I don't know wh- how low, but it's going to be near the bottom. I don't know I don't know if anything will top Zoom. Zoom wasn't... <laughs> I gotta... What Zoom? 
Zoom was a movie with uh, Tim Allen as a superhero, and it lost. Now this is without the marketing budget. It lost a little over sixty-three million. <laughs> I don't even know who Zoom is. Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't good, but the second lowest was thirty-six million. So Zoom which is which is which movie? Uh, Jonah Hex. So Zoom oh. is far and away the biggest money loser that we've done. Um, so Snake Eyes is the third bottom. I don't know. Snake Eyes, from my memory, it probably will beat Jonah Hex. I don't know if it'll beat Zoom. Oh wow. We'll mm-hmm. see. Oh wow. Okay. I know Marvel. I don't want to spoil anymore. I know Marvels <laughs> might get down there too. We'll see, but uh, but yeah, that it does it for this week. Um, I guess we'll go out here on a quote. It is from our pal Yelena after uh, after Natasha does her uh, her little pose. Oh, and I, of course, before I forget, thank you for joining. We on the uh, the podcast again we figured out the schedule around the crazy christmas holiday <laughs> thank you oh it's 26 minutes till christmas here oh yeah it is well i still have like 13 hours so i know i know all right uh well, like i said i'll get out here on a yelena quote this is after she sees uh black widow do the uh little pose <clears throat> What a poser.
You ain't never met nobody. That'll do you how I do you. That'll bring you to your knees. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. We'll make you beg for it. Plead for it. Till you feel like you breathe for it. Till you do any and everything for it. I want you to fiend for it. Wake up and dream for it. Till it's got you guessing forever and you lean for it. Till they have a case getting a check on your mind and it's not under me. On it. On it. On it. Now it's me time. Believe that. If it's yours and you want it, I want it. Promise I need that. Till I'm everywhere that you be at. I can't fall back or quick. This is a fatal attraction, so I take it all or I don't want You used to be thirsty for me, right. but now you wanna be set free. This is the web, web that you weave. So, baby, now rest in peace. Black, 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 black.